This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. To the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. What a week we had. If you don't follow me on Instagram or watch my stories, then maybe you don't know that we were all sick last week and I missed my solo Tuesday episode because I was just too exhausted and I didn't have time. Milo was home, my husband was home. And it just wasn't doable, so I missed the Tuesday episode that would have been published on September 29th, and now it is October 2nd, and I am recording the Tuesday episode for October 6th. I am in my living room, I am sitting next to my two lovely little angel Pomeranians that I love so much. Today was Milo's first day back at daycare since being home. And yeah, so the title of this episode is COVID Swabs and Apple Pie, and I will explain that. And I'm just going to kind of go over what our week was like with our first illness since quarantine and all this COVID stuff started in the world. So, of course, last week, my mom and my mamere came down on Thursday because we had planned for them to come visit, and on the Friday, we were going to go to an apple farm nearby. And I was looking forward to this day for so long, like it was going to be so cute to take Milo to the apple farm, pick apples, they have animals that you can feed, and so yeah. I was really looking forward to it. We we kept him home on that Friday from daycare for that reason. Um, so we woke up Friday morning. Everything was normal. His nose was a little bit runny, but I didn't think anything of it. Like kids always have a runny nose. <clears throat> so we drove like the 45 minute drive to the apple farm. And we got to the apple farm around 11 a.m. And our plan was to stay there for like an hour, an hour and a half, and then drive home and then Milo would have his nap. So yeah, the farm was super cute, like really well laid out. And they were only allowing a certain amount of people inside. And you had to wear your mask if you were like getting food or in crowded areas. So yeah, it was really, really great. Milo loves the animals and we got him animal feed and he was feeding the animals and we walked around the orchard. We had lunch and he was pretty cranky at lunchtime, which is weird because usually he loves eating and I had some of his favorite things. We had corn on the cob, I got him a little hamburger and we had potato wedges. But yeah, he was being pretty fussy at lunch. And in my mind, I was like, well, it's his nap time basically right now. And we just had a really busy morning. So yeah, he's tired. He's cranky. And leaving the apple farm was a shit show because he was cranky. And of course, my mamere, bless her heart, buys an ice cream cone and brings it over to Milo. And I'm like, oh, okay, he loves ice cream. So I'm thinking it's not a big deal. So I hand it to him because he's at the age now where he wants to hold everything. Like you can't hold anything for him. So I hand him this like massive ice cream cone and he's like slowly licking it and it's really warm out. 
So it's starting to melt and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a nightmare. So I'm trying to take it away from him and hold it for him. And of course, he's like pulling it away, pulling it away. And I'm thinking like he's going to drop it on the ground and then he's going to throw a tantrum and there's going to be this big mess to clean up. So anyways, my mamere comes over and she decides that she's going to try and get the ice cream cone away from him. And as she's trying to pull it away, she crushes the cone part of the ice cream and it just like falls on the floor and it like crushes in her hand. (laughs) And we both had this like, oh my God, like reaction. And people that were waiting in line for their food like gasped and looked behind them because we made such a commotion. I was dying laughing. Milo's throwing a tantrum. Like it was awful. I was literally like, get me out of this fucking apple farm. I'm going to lose my mind. Like I was sweating. Like it was brutal. So I'm trying to like move Milo towards the exit just to get out of this fucking place. And my mom and my mamere, of course, like near the exit, they have like the market where they have their fresh pies and like all the products that you can buy and people are in line to, you know, buy all this stuff. And so my mom and my mamere were you know, shopping in the market area and I'm trying to get Milo out of the freaking apple farm and he's whining because I'm taking him away while my mamere and my mom are shopping and he wants to be near them. So I finally get him outside of the friggin' market and there was a wagon there and like an old tractor. So I kind of was able to distract him. And then finally they come out. I'm still sweating. And we walk towards the car and then getting him into his car seat was a nightmare. Like, thank God I had two other adults to help me because we would have just started a new life at the apple farm. And it's moments like this where I'm like, what if I decided on my own to bring him to the apple farm and like had all this trouble with him? And then on top of that, what if I had another friggin' child? Like, what do people do? It actually can be chaotic. Anyways, so we got him in the car seat finally and he slept the entire drive home. So like a solid 45 minutes passed out in the car. So I thought, okay, I guess once we get home, he's probably going to wake up and this is going to be his nap because he usually has a hard time falling back asleep if we get home and he's already slept in the car. So when we got home and pulled into the driveway, when I turned off the car, he woke up and he was miserable. It was so unlike him. And from that point on for the rest of the afternoon, He was just not himself, like miserable, wouldn't eat certain things. Like it was just very odd. So at that point, I started to realize he must not feel good. Like this is totally out of character for him. So we were just watching him closely and like trying to give him popsicles and things that he would like. And then we noticed that he kept reaching almost into the back of his throat, like his throat was bugging him. So when we would give him certain things, I think he wasn't eating it and he would kind of throw a fit because it was hurting his throat when he swallowed it. So this kept happening, you know, into the evening. Pre was on call. He was at work in the evening. So we did his bath. He was fine in the bath. And then when he got out of the bath, I tried to feed him because he didn't eat dinner. 
And again, it was just like a baby or like a toddler pasta meal. And he swallowed it. He was so excited to eat it when he saw me bring it upstairs. And then when he tried to swallow it, he lost his mind. And so I knew that his throat must have been really bothering him. So I texted my husband at work and I told him what was going on and I said, I think he has a really bad sore throat. And when I tried to give him his tempera, he lost his mind because I think the Tylenol or whatever is in it burned his throat really badly and it was so sad, like it broke my heart. So I was trying to look into his mouth and into his throat as best I could but it's super hard with a toddler obviously and I noticed his tongue was a little bit like white and it had bumps on it so I told my husband that and what we had suspected was that he had strep throat so my husband talked to another physician at the hospital um, and they recommended that we bring him into the emergency room just because if it was strep throat we would need to get antibiotics as soon as possible So this was all at about like 7, 7.30 at night on last Friday. So we packed everything up. Um, I packed, you know, the diaper bag full of stuff just in case he was going to be at the hospital for a while. Like extra clothes, snacks, his ice water, which was the ice water was really helping his throat, I think, because he was drinking it a lot the iPad with some shows downloaded for him. We had, you know, Woody and Buzz, of course, like a blanket. I really, when I know that I'm going to the hospital, I pack a lot of shit just in case. So the hospital that my husband works at is about a 20 minute drive from our house. So my mom came with me in the car with Milo and drove to the hospital with me and my husband met us in the parking lot and he is the one that brought Milo in to emerge and of course because of COVID I couldn't go inside. So initially we had planned that my mom and I would just stay in the parking lot or I had to go fill up with gas so I got gas and I got some food because I hadn't eaten all day and My husband texted us and said, we're probably going to be here for a few hours, so you might as well just go home. And then I started to cry because I felt so bad that, like, I knew Milo was miserable. He wasn't feeling well. And obviously, like, being at the hospital is brutal on a good day. So I just felt so bad for my husband and for Milo that they had to be there and I couldn't be there, even if I wanted to be. Um, and that now I was just going to go home without them. And it just, like, I just felt so bad. And my mom made a good point. She was like, you're projecting your uncomfortableness with being at the hospital and going through this situation onto pre, like my husband. And I was like, you are so right. Because my husband is super like calm, cool and collected when it comes to these situations. He works at the hospital, like he knows all the physicians that are there. He, you know, is comfortable in the emergency room and he knows how everything is working and what they're doing. And so it's not, he doesn't have the same amount of stress as I would going through that situation. But I definitely am projecting how I feel and how awful I would think this situation is onto my husband. And then I feel so bad about it. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. 
We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. So my mom and I ended up going home. I cleaned, I prepared the guest room so that like I cleaned it totally, changed the bedding, got all Milo's stuff ready in it just in case he had to sleep with my husband that night. Um, And my husband was sending us updates. And so what they did was a throat swab to check that it was strep. But the physician said he had absolutely no signs of strep when they looked in his throat. Um, he didn't have a temperature or like a fever at the hospital. Um, he did later on that night though. And they also did a COVID swab because just the symptoms that he presented with and we would need a COVID swab anyways, if we wanted him to go back to daycare. So they did the COVID swab and I was terrified of that because I know they put like a massive swab way up your sinuses and like Milo doesn't even like me to wipe his nose so I thought he was gonna do horrible with that but my husband said it was really quick and it was uncomfortable for him but he and like he reacted to it but that he was fine so at the end of their hospital visit they just concluded that it was a respiratory like a viral respiratory um 
issue, which I feel like that's always the case whenever Milo gets sick. It's just like a viral respiratory thing. Um, So like there's not much that you can do and you just have to kind of manage the symptoms. So they got home around 10 or 10.30 p.m. at night. Milo was exhausted. We put him down in his crib and he fell asleep, but I know shortly after that, we all went to bed and my husband slept in the guest room and ended up getting him out of his crib um, after a few hours because he was up and he was upset. And so Milo slept with my husband that night and I think the night after that as well. So my mom and my mamere left the next day, but obviously now Milo has had the COVID swab. So they went home and isolated themselves from their, like my dad and my grandpa, um, because they wanted to make sure that it wasn't COVID, obviously. And the next day, Milo was still really sick, really upset, not himself. Um, my husband and I at this point were fine. And then by Saturday evening, I started to get a sore throat and I was like, God damn it. So that night I put halls and some sinus stuff beside my bed just in case. And sure enough, at 2.30 in the morning, I woke up with a raging sore throat and put a halls in and it, you know, it was fine. And then I fell back asleep and then I was sick the next day, which was Sunday now. Like, my sinuses on the Sunday were out of fucking control. My husband gave me DayQuil to take, but I think what that did was, like, loosen up all the phlegm in my sinuses, and my nose would not stop pouring out all day. So frustrating that I ended up crying that evening because I couldn't do anything. I would stand up and my nose would just pour out. Anyways, this is riveting content, I know. Um, So that was Sunday, and then my husband started to get sick on Sunday, so he couldn't go to work on the Monday. And because he's a physician and he's not allowed to enter the hospital with, like, certain symptoms, he had to get a COVID swab on the Monday and wait for his results. So now we were waiting for my husband's results and for Milo's results. And maybe you're wondering at this point why the episode is titled COVID Swabs and Apple Pie. And it's because I bought an, no, my mom bought an apple pie for us on the Friday. And that's literally what I ate all weekend. Like breakfast, lunch, breakfast, lunch. Um, Didn't even feel bad about it. It was delicious. So our weekend was literally COVID Swabs and Apple Pie. And a shit ton of Toy Story. I guess I should have called it COVID Swabs, Apple Pie, and Toy Story. So it was an awful weekend, an awful week. It is the absolute worst when parents are sick and the baby is sick. Like, everyone is miserable. And luckily, you know, Milo's worst day, my worst day, and my husband's worst day were all on different days. But if it would have been the same day, like, oh my God, it would have been a nightmare. So on Sunday, that was my husband's worst day of being sick. And he took NyQuil before going to bed. And I slept with the dogs and with the monitor because I wanted him obviously to be able to sleep that night. And so Milo was doing a lot better at that point, but he still had a cough when he would lay down in his crib because he gets post-nasal drip. So literally 
he was coughing all night in his sleep. Like he was asleep, but he was coughing. It was insane. And if you follow me on Instagram and watch my stories, you know that I was up all night. I cannot sleep when he is coughing. And every single time he would cough, like I would instantly start sweating and my heart just like starts racing. I don't know why, but when he coughs, it creates like this, this like anxious wave throughout my body. And then I have to check to make sure that he's not awake. So I look at the monitor and I make sure like he's laying down. I watch him for a little while until he stops coughing. And then I try and fall back asleep. And then before I know it, he's coughing again. And it's like the same thing over and over and over. Whereas my husband can sleep through all this stuff and he doesn't actually wake up unless Milo is up and really upset. Whereas me, like one little noise and I can't sleep. So the next day I was a freaking zombie. So exhausted. I had a nap in the afternoon for like two hours. It was insane. So yeah, we had a pretty lazy week. Milo wasn't back to himself till probably Wednesday. And so yeah, Monday and Tuesday, like we watched a lot of Toy Story. He loves those movies and I would literally play like Toy Story 1 then 2 then 3 then 4 and he would just cuddle with me on the couch which I always want him to do but when he's feeling good he doesn't he's like a busybody he can't like he runs around and plays in his playroom so I actually really enjoyed watching Toy Story and just cuddling with him but at the same time I was like feeling guilty that we were just watching TV all day, but like, come on, we're all sick. We're not feeling well. Like, just take a chill pill. And another thing that I felt guilty about all week was that we were eating not ideal nutritional content. Let's just put it that way. Like, easy food, ordering out a lot. Um, yeah, macaroni and cheese, all that kind of stuff. And to be honest, it was a struggle to get him to eat. So anything that he would eat, I was like, here, have it. Like, it didn't really matter. Timbits, like whatever, granola bars, Cheerios, macaroni and cheese, goldfish, whatever. But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, Renee, like you guys are sick. None of you feel well. Like you should be eating the highest nutritional content possible. Like this is what goes on in my head. And then it's like, shut up brain. We're sick. I'm eating whatever I want to eat and whatever Milo is going to be happy eating. So go away. So what a nightmare the week was. And honestly, I don't know how people are going to live their life in a way that makes sense with all this like COVID stuff going on and the swabs that are needed in order for kids to return back to school, to daycare, and also for parents to be able to turn back or go back to work. My friend lives in Ottawa and she was saying that people are waiting in line to get COVID swabs at like four in the morning. And so by the time the testing center even opens, they have a massive lineup that, you know, is all the people that they can take already. And then the having to wait for results like over a week or up to a week or I think some places is like 10 business days is also crazy because 
if your kid has just like cold symptoms, just like a, a typical cold, and you know, usually like I know from our experience anyways, when Milo would get a little cold, like he was fine in like a day or two after being home. So now you get a cold, you bring your child home, but your child is going to be home now until they have the COVID results, which affects parents' ability to go back to work as well. And even then, if the parents get the cold, now they need a swab to return back to work and now they're waiting for their results. It's like, holy shit. And if I think about how often Milo got sick, you know, pre-quarantine, like before all the COVID stuff started, like he was, had a cold fairly often. And so he was constantly like coming home for a couple days. And then, you know, two weeks later, he was home for a couple days. So I don't understand how this is going to work. And I'm not saying for us, like for us, it's fine because I'm at home. My husband works full time out of the house, but I do not. So we are lucky in that I can take Milo home, no problem, and wait for results. It's not an issue. Um, I might miss a couple podcast episodes, but that's okay. Uh, But people that have to work outside the home or even work from home, uh, like regular hours, how do you do that with kids? Like, it's just this whole thing is just, I don't understand. And to be honest, I feel so much for parents who are trying to work full-time jobs, who, you know, maybe they have multiple kids, one's in daycare, one's in school. So, you know, one child gets a cold, the other child gets a cold, and now you have two COVID swabs that you have to do. Parent catches a cold. Like, it's just, it's so much And you hope that people's workplaces are, you know, being understanding and giving parents time to do what they need. But at the same time, it's like businesses need to function as well. So, you know, everyone's kind of getting screwed over. Oh my God, I just want life to go back to normal. I know just from talking with people on social media that a lot of kids are getting sick recently and it kind of aligns with schools opening because Milo was fine. Like I think he started daycare on August 27th and he wasn't sick at all. And then it seems like the week that schools opened, everyone is getting sick. Like everyone I know that has young kids has had them home and especially now that it's just regular you know cold and flu season it's going to be really really difficult to you know maintain any kind of normalcy when every symptom that somebody gets they need to go get tested I understand why that's what's happening right now but you know I don't I just don't know how this is going to be sustainable This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. 
The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner. They have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair is too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. So that is my little rant for today. I hope everyone is trying to stay healthy and, you know, keeping up with hand sanitizing and wearing masks and washing hands. Um, Yeah, hopefully we can make it to Christmas without, you know, major spikes in the numbers. But we'll see. I was hopeful that, you know, I got this cold and the day that I was feeling better, I had no kind of sensation of a sinus infection because I have horrible sinuses and every single time Milo got sick last year at daycare, I would catch his cold and like he would be fine within a day or two, but then I would catch his cold And every single time I would get a sinus infection after that lasted for weeks, just like a chronic, like low level sinus infection. It is awful. And so I didn't think that was happening this time, but it would appear that it is. So I am not happy about that because by the afternoon, my head just feels so heavy and like I'm all congested. And it's so frustrating because there's nothing that they can really do. I've tried antibiotics before. It doesn't do anything. um, And I can't keep taking antibiotics every single time I get a cold. So I just kind of have to let it run its course, which is so annoying. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. And I've been doing like the nasal rinses and all this garbage um, that I always do. I had surgery on my sinuses and on my nose in 2015 to straighten my septum and so everything is good in there, allegedly. Maybe I should go get it checked again. 
Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know if it's allergies or what, but I, my sinuses have issues big time. Anyways, enough about my sinuses. Uh, I'm going to wrap this episode up here and I hope you guys enjoyed my little rant about our first illness, uh, post quarantine. I am going to shower and get ready and I'm meeting my husband at a house that we're going to go look at in a few hours. So I'm excited about that. And yeah, I will talk to you guys on the interwebs. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at the.mom.room. My website is renearena.com. Friday's episode is all about CBD with Nadia from Icaria CBD Oils. It is so informative and such a great conversation. Uh, So definitely tune in to that. I hope everyone is staying healthy and I also hope that your children are sleeping tonight and every night after that. Are you looking for a podcast that'll make you laugh? You came to the wrong place. That's not us. That's not us. Well, it is. We are a husband and wife who chat about raw, real relationship topics. Yeah, like sex. Like money. Like marriage and kids. But we're not afraid to talk about how your newborn baby probably isn't as cute as you think it is. If you're in need of entertainment while you're driving to work, because that sucks, we can join you in the suckage, kind of like being in your ear. Not physically. So if you want to laugh, come check us out. Come check us out. Brought to you by the Laughing Couple Podcast. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.